Episode 16! Yeah! Woo! Yeah! I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and we have back. I'm back. Skip's back! Woo! We have a special guest, but we'll introduce him in a minute. Or her. Or it. We don't know. Yeah! Okay, uh... What's up, guys? Whew. Not a goddamn thing. This is my second podcast this week, which is kind of cool. Oh, really? What other one were you on? I was on Geek Dig last night for the first oh, time in wow. a year. Oh, wow! Finally, Jesus! The triumphant return! No, no, this was a one-off. This was uh, for Clint's birthday. Oh. Uh, made sure to pop on after uh, Steve, the other co-host, reached out to me. Oh, nice. There yeah, we go. it was fun. I hadn't done uh, oh, the see. show in a year, like I said, and it felt like uh, slipping a comfortable shoe back on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, comfortable shoes. Jesus boots. Jesus boots. There you go. Yeah. Jesus. Moccasins and um, I don't know other uh, cowboy boots. Those can be comfortable <laughs> if you break them in after a hundred yards. Yep. You have to do four hundred yard moseys to break them in. <laughs> four hundred yards worth of moseys. That's the minimum to break in the minimum cowboy boot. <laughs> four hundred yard mosey. <laughs> The slowest competitive sport you've ever seen. Yeah, I know, dude. I haven't seen a mosey in a long time. Yeah. You know, come on. Is yeah. that is that they out of fashion? That out of Olympic after 1862. Oh man. Uh, yeah, but we're back, guys. Yeah. Uh, oh, I should have I, I should have um, played the boys are back in town. Damn it. Okay, hold on. Let's do that one too. Lost opportunity. No, I didn't. Hold on. <laughs> Okay, here never we go. It never lost. Thin Lizzy. Right? Yeah. Uh, the B-O-Y-S. I'll just put the boys and see what happens. Oh, uh, there what, it you is. Are going to get the punk band boys? You nope. going to get the boys in the hood? No, nope, but I get an Afro guy with a mustache. Boys to men. Beach boys. Okay, here we go. Re- re- reintroducing. Hey! Season 16, episode 16, yeah! 
the boys are back in town. Skip's back. What's up? What's up, Skip? Hey, everybody. Captain. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. Woo. Yeah, man, we're back, guys. The boys are back in town. Tension deficit order. Season 16, episode 16. Yeah! Woo! There we go. What? Whoa, they're panning it back and forth. It's high tech, man. Yeah! Woo! How's it feel to be back on the show? I heard this is your second podcast this week? Was this your second podcast this week? This was my second podcast this week. Oh, yeah. cool. Wow, what were you on? You were <laughs> I was on, uh... on Geek Dig. Oh, Geek Dig! Yeah, yeah. I'm having this bizarre right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're redoing the intro. Come on. Oh, and we have a special guest this week, guys. Uh... What? There's been no stage direction. I had no idea we were restarting. Oh, sorry. You know how we do it here. It's just whatever. Come on, guys. The what? <laughs> You're trying to keep me on my toes. Yeah, there we go. We're back, guys. Come on. Okay, so... Who's our guest? Oh, we have a special guest. Hold on. We need a special intro for the special guest. Uh, oh. Hold on. As always, um, we have special guest music. Uh, I always like to choose the intros, but, uh, I think I'll do, let's see, oh, let's do this one. We did it last time. It was a big hit. Okay. Before we, uh, introduce our new, or our new guest, we had a guest last week, and that was Sean from, uh, Horribly Awkward. Thanks for filling in, dude. Uh... Okay, here we go. Family Feud. There we go. Family FUD? No. Alright. Oh, Family Feud um, music. Hey, guest, do you want to... where we're going? What? Yeah. Here we go, guys. Oh, Harvey era? No, 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 no. No, we want original Family Feud music. God, they have Harvey era? Ugh. Alright, whatever. Okay, or, or okay, we'll just do Harvey era. Fuck it. Lame. Alright, here we go, guys. But still, Damn the guest isn't. <clears throat> here we go! All the way from Geek Dig Podcast, Chicago, where they filmed Batman 1, 2, and 3... 10-year anniversary of Batman, and he's here to tell you, it's Clint. Come on down. What's up? Hello. Hey, not, not a whole lot. How's it going? All right, man. Woo! Yeah, there we go. Clint's back. He was on uh, earlier this year, I think. Right? You were on earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, was it yeah. like a couple months ago or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, good, man. Thanks for coming back again. Skip wasn't here that night, but that's okay. Nope. 
Yeah, you were filling in for me again with the uh, whole homework bullshit. Yeah, it yeah. happens. Or uh, being sick. Some shit, I forget. Ah, <clears throat> uh, that's what it was, okay. Yeah, guys, we're back. Family Feud. Um, but we're not gonna play the Family Feud. Uh, what have you been smoking <laughs> over there? Oh, you know, Family Feud could be in the cards. Uh, maybe. You know, uh, you know, Geek Dig does have its 200th coming up. Oh, oh really? Shit. <clears throat> oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, what uh, episode do you want now, Clint? Um, actually, uh, the one I have to put out, where you were just on last night, is 198. Nice. Oh, damn. Yeah, dude, we're two episodes away from 200, come back and, and I don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> Do you have another Bro. game show? Do you have another um, game that I can win? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <clears throat> I'm still the champion, right? Well, of course. There's no... no uh, nobody, nobody nobody can rival you. And you haven't even made a second game, though. So <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you're one for one, Chris. <laughs> hey. Well, you're undisputed. Uh, I'm, yeah, undisputed. <clears throat> Because until that second game comes and another uh, nerd challenge comes about that I can win. Uh, I, I totally even forget what that was for. That was for... What was that game called? That was that was Jeopardy. Oh, Jeopardy. Oh, that's mm -hmm. right. You had Jeopardy, but with like video game questions. and everything. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I won for... So Attention Deficit Order won. Uh, what was the other mm -hmm. podcast we fought against? That was... Oh, uh, who, shit. Who was it? It wasn't. On episode 100, <clears throat> it uh, was... Um, I don't know who that was. Clint, that was your guest. I was a guest. Yeah, I know. And, like, <laughs> like, I can remember 98 freaking episodes ago. <laughs> hey, I remember all my guests. We had Obama. We've had Clinton. We've had Batman. We've had Superman. We've had uh, Master Chief. We've had Mario. We've had Laura Croft. We've had Marcus Phoenix. We've had Dracula. We've had Frankenstein. We've had the Mummy. Mm -hmm. We've had uh, Hitler. We've had Hitler's baby. We've had. Uh, <laughs> we've had Jesus. Jesus has been on Santa Claus. Oh yeah, Santa's um, a current Oh oh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker. Uh, who are the other guests we've had? Um. Oh, fucking Paul McCartney, the Beatles. Um. Uh, who else? Who's our other guest? Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine! Jesus, dude, Wolverine did a whole episode with us. Jesus, how could I forget Wolverine? Man, Wolverine. Oh, and we had uh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, that's um. Jesus, uh, I don't know. We've had a stereotypical black guy. We've had stereotypical Mexican, stereotypical Asian, stereotypical Jew, stereotypical any race you can think of, or gender. Um, yeah, we've had all those people. That's a lot of guests. Yeah, that is. I'd say <laughs> a lot. We've we've had presidents, mm. presidents to Batman. Mm. Is uh. That's how I like to call it. Presidents to Batman. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, we have a huge lineup for the uh, Video Game Awards this year, too. 
Huge. Oh, that's right. You know what? I remember who it was now. Who was it? Uh, we had Jared, who was my co-host on Ridiculous Ramblings. Jared was there. That's... And it was Stan from Big Papa. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. It was a fun show. Yeah. Dude, that was an awesome episode. Yeah, that was a good show. And that one was a lot of fun to put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember all the planning. Yeah, you know, I wonder is It's like, you know how much video game shit I had to read about in order to put all that together? And I love reading about video game stuff, so... Oh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, we've had Stan from Big Papa Podcast. We've had you. We've had... <laughs> Oh man, Sean. We've had Lauren and Mike from Big uh, Bold and Belligerent. We've yep. had Mike Russo. Yes, Mike uh, Russo multiple times. Uh, spe- speaking of Bold and Belligerent, uh, today is Luke's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Luke! Oh. If you ever listen, <laughs> what's up, buddy? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Oh man. Okay. What, uh, what did you guys think of the Aquaman poster? Real quick. Let's get started here. Uh, it came wah, out. My biggest complaint right now: Why is he wearing jeans in the water? You know how hard it is to swim with jeans in water. <laughs> yeah, that chafes, right? Yeah, it chafes, and yeah. I, I don't know. It just looks like a Sea World fucking uh, poster. You know, like hey, last on Geek Dig. Last night on Geek Dig, uh, Steve made the point that it was awful, awfully like the uh, Finding Nemo poster. <laughs> yeah, people have already yes. compared it. People have already compared it to the Finding Nemo poster. They've already done the thing to it. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it. Remi- that's what it reminded me of. Finding yeah, Nemo. The one, the one shark almost like just to the right of Aquaman almost looks like it has a smile like Bruce. Yeah. Oh. The vegetarian shark from Nemo. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, Fish eh. off friends, not food. <laughs> yeah, eh, I don't know. That's a it's a lame start to a movie. I think that's gonna bomb. It'll make yeah, it's par for the course for DC. Yeah, but I don't want it to be so for Jason Momoa. Jason Mamoa, man, 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 Moa, man, crush Momoa. He picked the wrong universe to be in a movie for. He really did. Did he? Probably would have been huge. You know, well, he's already aqua bro to you, Chris. My man. Well, yeah, he's like, come on, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, like I aqua headfield. He'd have been, he'd have been perfect for Thor, if you ask me. <laughs> no, he's hey, a, he's not Nordican. He's uh he's. But he, you can make him Hercules. Hercules was an Avenger on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, he's aqua headfield. Is what he is. <laughs> That's what he's been for a long time, right? Okay, damn it, where did my list go? Okay, I just wanted no, to go. He was awesome. The what? Through his death scene, and I said he was awesome in <clears throat> Game of Thrones. I liked him as uh, the Dothraki guy. Do uh, well. Called Drogo. Well, yeah, that's how he became popular. Was from fucking what's her face. It's like I'm gonna rape you, mama. <laughs> While he's Hold fucking my her, horse. mama, come on. Okay, I just want to run over my favorite Emmy picks real quick, which aren't really that good. 
Just because they don't have... Okay, let me see. Um, the Are Amer we supposed to look at Emmy picks? Uh, no. No, I'll just go over them real quick. Uh, you can just look them up. Outstand okay, I'm going to go from the bottom of the list up. Hold on. Mama! Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. So, real quick, I'm not going to go for that. Outstanding. Do, do, guests. No, I'm not going to do guests in a drama series. I'm going to start with... Mama! Outstanding. Supporting actress in a drama. Lenny, Larry, Lena Hetty for Game of Thrones. Uh, <clears throat> Millie Bobby Brown. No. She wasn't good. Uh, Stranger Things. Vanessa Kirby, The Crown, didn't see it. Yavarni Skraskovsky, Handmaid's Tale, saw it. She's okay. Alex Bimbeel, Handmaid's Tale. I don't know which one that is out of the Handmaid's Tale. Ann Dowd is probably going to win. Thandi Newton, no. That's just like, oh, hey, here's a black actress. You know, she's good, but not good enough for Emmy. She's not as good as Ann Dowd in Handmaid's Tale. Who's going to get it for Best Supporting Actress? Not Lena Headey, who just sits there and stares. You know, Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, no, I, my nose can bleed. You know, no, not going to happen. Mm. Millie. Um, you don't think Stranger Things 2 deserves it? No. Come on. No, it's a kid show. It's a good show, but the the season two I don't think was nearly as good or dark. You know they knew their formula. Dark. <clears throat> it was uh, a little more predictable now that you knew about the uh, the upside down and all that stuff. That's what I mean. They knew their formula. Okay. Outstanding. They need, uh, they need a downside up. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. She's getting a lot of roles out of it, great. But she's not that great in the show. She's just getting Twitter hype. You know? Mm. That means if you don't look at Twitter, it doesn't matter. It's called Twitter hype. I just coined it right now. Uh, <laughs> patent pending. Uh, attention deficit. <laughs> Trademarked. 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 You trademark uh, a phrase. Okay, I'm going to do uh, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. Yosef Fines for Handmaid's Tale for cutting off his nose and being Voldemort. Um, Matt Smith for The Crown, didn't see it. David Harbour, no, for Stranger Things. He's decent, but he's not good. Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones, no. Manny Patinkin, Homeland, eh, he was all right. This season, he just like you know, just had a huge beard and was angry a lot. <laughs> that was his whole thing, dude. He had like this huge fucking full beard. Uh, and uh, I forget, I don't, I can't even pronounce this person's Nicolo Costa Wadawu for Game of Thrones. Who's that? No How idea. do you pronounce that? M. Nicolo M's here. Costa Wadawu. I don't know. Okay. Nicola Costa Waldow. Yo, what's up, Nicola Costa Waldow? 
What'd you say to me? How'd you change his name into nigga? Nigga LaCroix the wild damn. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? It just, it just happens that way. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. Damn it. Where we go? Okay, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Here we go. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. Lily Tomlin for being old. And Grace and Frankie. No. She's just like, oh, I'm goofy. I can be funny, too. You know, she's uh, had her... F- uh, huh? Nikolai Coster-Waldau is Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. Okay. No. That's another no. Okay, here we go. Tracy Ellis Ross, blackish. No-ish. Uh, Issa Rae for Insecure, yes. Allison Janney for Mom, no. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan for Marvelous Miss Maisel, yes. Pamela Alden for Better Things, no. So I would say Rachel Brosnan's going to get it, but I want uh, Izzy Array. Izzy Array might get it because she's black and female. And that might just be like, you know, boom, double header. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, Rachel Brosnan's a white chick. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross is a black female also. I think it's between those two. The way the climate is now. The climate. <laughs> you know? So I think it's going to go... I think, I think she deserves it. Izzy Array for Insecure. Right? Okay, well, let's see. She's black and a woman? That's not your usual point of view. Huh? I said because she's black and a woman, that's not your No, no, because out of the three shows, it's the funniest. Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel is good, but it's too preachy. Uh, mm. Mom, I haven't seen. Blackish, I've seen enough of. I don't need to watch. Uh, Lily Tomlin's Gracie and Frank. I watched a couple episodes. Nah. <laughs> you uh, don't want to see old lesbians? No, uh, Isaray Insecure on HBO. It's starting its third season in August. Uh, that's a funny show. If you want a funny show to watch on HBO. Uh, and she writes it and produces it and directs it. That's why I think she's going to win. <clears throat> Black female writer, producer, director. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Danny Glover for putting on Whiteface. Bill oh, Hader. Don't say Danny. Donald Glover. Sorry, Donald Glover for putting on Whiteface in Atlanta. That's probably why. <laughs> uh, Bill Hader for being a comedy assassin in Barry. Uh, Anthony Anderson for losing weight and looking all skinny and felt in blackish. William H. Macy for acting like a drunk moron and falling into trash cans and uh, exploiting his family for shameless. Larry David for just being a general asshole to everybody around him. And Curb Your Enthusiasm. And Ted Danson will probably get it for being... Uh, angel devil thingy in the good place. So I think he's going to get it. I want Larry David to get it, but Ted Danson's going to get it, or Bill Hader. But maybe in this climate, guys, Donald Glover. 
Because he's what's hot right now. DGA. Did you, uh, out of the three shows I like the most, Barry is great. Atlanta's great. Uh, I stopped watching Shameless. Uh, the Good Place is good. Not great. Uh, Kirby Enthusiasm is always funny. But it wasn't that great this season. Fuck, out of the three... Mm, maybe, well, Barry... Uh, I guess Barry. Uh, Atlanta was very experimental this season. It was just one-offs, them as children. You know, <clears throat> yeah, it was very weird. White face. White face, yeah. White face and one-offs. Atlanta, season two. White face and one-offs. Okay. Um, what's the other one? Okay, let's see. What do you guys think? Who do you guys want for a leading lead? I haven't seen any of these shows. I mean, I've seen some episodes of Blackish, um, and I've watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, but not the new seasons or season. It's not. It doesn't hold up. Yeah, uh, I can see how it would be past its prime. You know, that ship's kind of sailed. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. It's funny, but, you know, it's sort of like uh, The Simpsons. They don't hold up either. You know, they're trying to catch up with modern times. It doesn't work. Okay. Uh, Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Carrie Russell for being her last season, for being beat up in The Americans. I've got to finish watching that show when it's done. I miss it. It's but done. I fell so far behind, I haven't caught up. It's been done for a while. Uh, Claire Foy for The Crown, for whatever she's doing. She's uh, acting insane, as far as I know, and becoming a, in a, caught in a spider web pretty soon in November. Claire Foy. <laughs> Girl in the spider tattoo. Girl with the dragon tattoo, I mean. <laughs> She's going to have a dragon on her face. They're doing another dragon tattoo movie? Uh, yeah, girl. Dra- Claire Foy's going to do it. Check out the trailer. It looks pretty trippy. It's coming out in November. Huh. Uh, Tassia Masolani for Black Orphans. Uh, she might get it, you know, because she's long overdue for one, and this is her last chance to get one. Yeah, the last season, huh? Yeah. It's Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale. Evan Rachel Wood for Westworld. Still need to finish that. Sandra Ho for Killing Eve. She might get it because she's Asian. And Killing Eve's a really good show. And it's like a sleeper hit that no one's really watching. Right? It's a, it's a good show. It's on, really? Yeah, it's on. I mean, she's good. She's good. It's a funny show. Uh, it's dark. It's about a weird assassin chick who's just hunting down Sandra Ho. She's like a detective, and she's on her trail. And the chick's morbid, mm-hmm. dude. The assassin chick is crazy. Uh, let's see. And she might... I think she's nominated somewhere down... Maybe she was nominated somewhere. Um, she might be supporting actress. So out of these, I guess Carrie or Tatiana Masolani, because she needs one. She hasn't had one. <clears throat> yeah, that show is criminally... Uh... Not given enough credit in my mind. It, it really is a well-done show. Yeah, all those people are spinning off. I fell off, off it because I cut the cord. Yeah, well, you can catch it wherever you want. Um, all those people are spinning off to do, you know, movies and TV shows and stuff. So keep a lookout for the guys who oh, made this shit. Yeah. 
Um, and let's see, Handmaid's Tale. Come on, it's just a bunch of chicks getting beat up, digging up nuclear waste, uh, losing teeth, making babies. Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> it is if you live in Mike Pence's house. Yeah. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman for Ozarks for fucking around where he shouldn't have. Yeah, no shit. Sterling... I still have to finish that season, Dude. but man, oh man, is it intense. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown for crying a lot, and this is us. Uh, Ed Harris for getting shot a lot in Westworld. Matthew Race, The Americans. Uh, Miglio, I, huh? He, he I went, like. Yeah, he's a good actor. Uh, Emilio Vatamiglia, aka Mini Rocky. This is us. Jeffrey Wright for Westworld. Uh, Jeffrey Wright's really good. He's the um. He's the uh. uh oh, I guess that's the wrong guy. Never mind. I don't know who Jeffrey Wright is. Then. Jeffrey Wright, is he the, uh, what's his name? Um, I think he's in Ozark. Oh, I think he's in Ozark. I think he's the, because the bearded guy's in Ozark, too. That bearded uh, dude. I was right. Jeffrey Wright is Bernard Lowe from Westworld. He's the okay. black dude who reprograms. Oh, 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 yeah, Bernard. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> um... I don't, he just shuts down left and right. He's not like really acting. He's just like, <laughs> you know, he's just like has like like mild like computer glitches and starts like twitching. And it's just, I don't know. He just falls down and goes into his mind a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like mind fucking himself. Well, uh, he's a robot. He found it out at the end of season one. And in O's, yeah. That's true. And in Ozark, he's just uh, running around. Uh, so I think they'll give it to the guy from the Americans because it's their last season. Uh, Jason Bateman. What? Oh, that I was just gonna say. The Americans is a fantastic show. I will. I will fucking yeah. jump on for it and uh, Orphan Black. Yeah. So Everything I, I've seen out of them so far are fucking fantastic shows. Yeah, they're all great shows. So here we go. Kirby Enthusiasm for... Okay, here we go. Outstanding Comedy, Atlanta. Blackish. Atlanta for Whiteface. Blackish for Blackface. Barry for Assassination Face. Kirby Enthusiasm for Asshole Face. Silicon Valley for Chip Face. Glow for Camel Toe Face. <laughs> the marvelous Miss Maisel for uh, cleavage. She shows her boobs in, like the first episode uh, for cleavage face, and unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt for smile face. Yeah, that's about what? right. Right? <laughs> Come on, I broke those down like that. I haven't been. I'm on the last episode of season four of Kimmy. Uh, so are we? I think. Yeah, I think we're on the second to last episode. Don't say anything. Uh, out of all of them, I think I'm still first episode of season one. <laughs> really? I know you're on first episode of season one. That's a great comedy. I don't like sitcoms a lot, but that one is quirky enough that it keeps you captivated. <clears throat> out of these being comedies, dude, I say Silicon Valley this year. Glow tried to get too like, oh hey, it's 
Like I was saying before, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Har- uh, no, no, the rapist guy, producer Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Dent, Harvey what? Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. Be dead. Like well, yeah. face shows up all of a sudden and glow. Yeah. Hey, kid, flip it or I'll rape you. Heads or tails. Okay, here we go. Glow is, uh, yeah, they tried to get too political with that. Silicon Valley was just stuck to the comedy the whole way through. They didn't try to do a stupid message. You know, it was just a dumb comedy all the way through. What was their message? What, Silicon Valley stuck up assholes? Boom, message received. Everyone knows that, and that's what makes it funny. You know? Uh, Yeah, that's why it's a great comedy, man. Come on, the guy had his Belson like his machine, and the B, and the and the S at the end. The B looked like balls, and the S looked like a dick, and it was like a big signature, right? And they're like, it looks like it, like we know. It's like the Belson, and he's like this, <laughs> holding it up <laughs> above his head. Oh man, yeah, it's just straight funny, and he can't even see the forest for the trees. He's just like, this looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because he, he wants his logo bigger. Uh, mm-hmm. On the box. He makes, like, the box one, the box two, and the box three. It's not like an Xbox. They just don't do it. People don't know what they do. Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> hmm. And I think that was the Emmys, guys. What about uh, drama series? Uh, hold on. I've got the list. Okay. Read them off. Uh, so, Handmaid's Tale, Game of Thrones, This Is Us, The Crown, The Americans, Stranger Things, and Westworld. Oh, oh I totally passed it up. What the fuck? Okay, there it is. Um, scandal! No. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was it again? Oh, damn it. <clears throat> Game of Thrones, Westworld, This Is Us. Uh, I closed it, so I'm going by memory. Game of Thrones, uh, Westworld, uh, This Is Us. God damn it, Chris. Um, hold on, hold on. Here we go. I got it. Uh, Handmaid's Tale, Game of Thrones, This Is Us, The Crown, The Americans, Stranger Things, and Westworld. Not Stranger Things. Uh, and I don't think Westworld. Um, and I don't think... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, I can't find the list now. Oh well, there goes that whole thing. Whatever. And all I'm finding is like Final Frontier shit. <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. It's just like this stupid show. It's like oh, Star Trek. Oh, okay, outstanding draw. Okay, yeah, the Americans Crown, Game of Thrones. Okay, I see it now. Why is Stranger Things even on there? This is us. Yeah, they cry a lot. It's going to go to Handmaid's Tale because it's women being oppressed. Mm. Boom. Period. You know, <clears throat> or The Crown or, yeah, it's going to go to Handmaid's Tale or The Americans because it's past its due. I'd, yeah. I'd like it to go to The Americans, but it's going to go to Handmaid's Tale. I think uh, season two, The Americans was a solid season and it should not have been overlooked that year. Yeah, they've been overlooked a lot, and that this is their last chance. So they'll do like a Breaking Bad thing with them. Yeah, 
Eddie, yeah. Emmy, it's your last season. We'll give it to you finally. Because Game of Thrones is one more year. And Game of Thrones has won a bajillion Emmys already. Yeah. And Handmaid's Tale is already working on their third season of yeah. oppression. Stranger Things <laughs> is working on their third season. Westworld's probably working on a third season. This they Is are. Us is on their ninth season. Atlanta's working on their third season. Blackish. Oh, sorry. That's the wrong ones. <laughs> uh, okay, what do we got? Um, yeah. Man, Sky, uh, that game that everyone loves to hate on, actually sounds like it may become something worthwhile playing in... Well, there's no date on this. Oh, no Man's soon. Sky. It's coming oh. out um, August... July 24th. July 24th. So week, there we go. A week or so from today. Um, they're actual multiplayer. They're adding third-person options, and um, they're adding... Uh, basically, you can create and control a fleet of ships um, from your, your ship. So you'll have, like, drones, basically, I guess. I don't know. Help you fight things. Oh, nice. Uh, hopefully it works. We'll see. Right. Do, do you have that game, Clint? The original? I, I have it on PS4. And after the first time playing it, I turned away and never looked back. So are you going to download the update for free? On your PS4? Yeah. yeah. It's and also releasing on Xbox One on July 24th. By yes. The way. Enhanced. But given that the Xbox is where I play all of my multiplayer... If it is going, you know, since it does have multiplayer, yeah, I think I'm buying another game this month. Yeah, I may buy it now. I I love the whole concept of the game when it was originally announced, and this is kind of bringing it into line with what they were talking. Oh yeah, Jared. It's only two years. Jared's played the game a bit, and he says that with a lot of the updates, that they've really made up for the fact that they screwed the pooch before. Yeah. Oh, true. They screwed the pooch and gave it a reach around, dude. I mean, it was not. Um, everything I heard from everyone was just like, this game's a pile of shit, at least right at launch. Yeah. I mean, I can understand why Sean Murray basically disappeared from all of social media. That's who that like, guy Right is. after. Okay, yeah, that guy with the beard who keeps on popping up. Yeah. Who looks like, like more and more emaciated because he's not eating and sleeping. Because yeah. uh-huh. he's just freaking out about the game fucking up. Yeah, that guy. Yep. But yeah, yeah. we'll see him. So yeah, new stuff coming though. Well, uh, we'll see if it works though. Opening if it doesn't work, opening day they're done. That's it. Oh, yeah. Close shop on your studio, bro. You know that's how we do it now in 2018. Your shit doesn't work. Day one, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So there's a, apparently a trailer for the new environment, and it shows up to four people playing together at the same time, all being able to fly around in their ships, or, or get out and run around on a planet. Any of that stuff. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. It reminds me of uh, something that got posted. The- to the Geek Dig page earlier today. Video games were once sold complete before the dark times, before paid DLC. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, you either got like a, a good game that was well thought out and well like troubleshot and all that stuff, um, or you got a pile of shit game and you you know never played it again. Or you're paying ten, yeah. or you're paying ten bucks a month for skins, and eventually you're going to be paying like three hundred dollars for a game that's not worth thirty dollars. Yeah, no, that's it now. My my reference was back to uh, oh. you know Nintendo sixty four and and kind of below that. Because even PlayStation, uh, like the original one, started having patches when it got online, right? Or no, that was PS2. Uh, I don't know. I had a PS2, but I don't remember patches with it. You had to get the the separate network card and plug it into the oh, back of the PS2. Jesus, to be I never able did to that. Use the online. Oh, I never did that. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, neither wait. did I. Because I think the only game that I knew of anyway that used it. Was fucking uh, SoCon? But it, no. no, it was uh, um, Final Fantasy Eleven. Oh wow, weird. Yeah, I don't know. I just played DVDs with my PlayStation. Yeah, but SoCon too. That's what. SoCon was yeah multiplayer. Yeah. Very very limited multiplayer. I remember that. Mm-hmm. It was like stick. Yeah, no, there, yeah. there were a few multiplayer games. Yeah. Yeah, that was like stick figures running around now. <laughs> yeah. If you look at SOCOM 2, it's like, what are those? Oh, those are people? This mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't see a thing. Why is there no line of sight? It looks horrible. You know? All right, so... I don't know. Oh, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, they found the female director, finally, whatever. Um. Oh, speaking of Sandra Ho, she became the first woman, Asian woman, to earn an Emmy nomination. See what I'm saying here? She's gonna get it. They've capitalized Just on. Well, yeah, she. They put it in the newspaper, like, oh, she's the very first Asian woman to get an Emmy nomination. So if she doesn't win, people are gonna hate the Emmys. Never watch again. They're going to lose their ratings. You know? <laughs> They're going to kowtow to these people. <laughs> you know? Boycott the Emmys. Duh. The what? I said boycott the Emmys and then duh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. But Scarlett Johansson is going to be a, um, a transgender black widow. And everyone's freaking out. She's going to have a dick. <clears throat> yeah, she's going to be a trans Black Widow in the new, uh, in, the, in the Black Widow spinoff movie. So is, is that why Hulk started calming down? He was trying to figure out whether she was a dude or a, a chick? Mm-hmm. In Avengers yep. Age Ultron? Yeah. Since she's backing out of rub and tug now because of the controversy. Yeah, I saw that. I mean... Now, I don't know. Whatever. It's acting. Get over it, people. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah so now she's going to take that role and apply it to Black Widow. Right. And, and now we'll see and how the fans make, react. And she'll make fucking way more money as an actress in a Black Widow movie than she will in a trans flick. So it'll just have like a, like a heavy, yeah. like, like a cock outline in her suit. People be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just smuggling a stun gun, I swear. 
Is that a banana in your suit? Oh, no, it's me, uh, Black Trans Widow. Right? Mm -hmm. Or Black Widow. I don't know. I think it would look funny. Trans Widow? That it would, but it wouldn't happen. I think that movie would make more money than the Avengers Infinity War. (laughs) Right? Yeah, but Disney ain't gonna... What? (laughs) Disney ain't gonna feature a tranny. No, at least not yet. <clears throat> they'll just fund Hitler. No, um, <laughs> feature a tranny. They will. Mickey Mouse will, will turn out to be a tranny in like twenty years. Be tranny well, mouse. You, I say, why do you think he speaks so high pitched? Exactly, he's going through his change right now. <laughs> uh, he'll be tranny mouse real soon in uh, about twenty years. Or Banksy will make a whole thing about it. Yeah, yeah. For the 90 now. 90 now. All heads realize. Real heads on the rise. Recognize my brother. Camp coming through. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Represent my son. Show him how it's done. Yeah. What up? I heard that you got a little prob with the way that we roll in the heads we done raw. Sticking and flicking the bangers, throwing them out to your neck. Another beat down inflicted by that nigga tech. And for your back, establish here, I got the sharp deck. And a left hook that cause your jaw bone to shatter. Who's skilled enough to come test the weed or two? Titans from Bucktown that the burn through your crew. I got the vibe from the session in the back with niggas and straps on the ground, puffing meth and kicking raps. Smith and Wesson coming with enough buds of skunk. Fake the funk. And get found dead in the trunk. All heads realize. Recognize. Real heads on the rise. Recognize. You better recognize. All heads realize. Recognize. Who's this now? This is uh, Smith and Wesson. Smith. Smith. Smith and Wesson. Wesson. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they got sued by the gun maker and became uh, the coker. Uh, Hold on, sued, what did you say? Sued by the gun maker and then you had to change it to Smith? They changed their name to Coco Brothers. Because of cocoa butter? Oh, wait, we use cocoa butter. Wait, we're the Cocoa Brothers who use cocoa butter. There you go. Yeah, I know, but uh, the burger or Philly fucking hip hop from the mid late 90s. I I've smoked a ton of weed and listened to them for hours on end. So, uh, well worth a, a check out. Check them out, Smith and Wesson. Yeah, check out Smith and Wesson, guys. Smith and Weffin. Weffin? Or is it just Smith? Wesson. Oh. <laughs> Smith, S M I F. And then Wesson is spelled like the gunmaker, which is probably why they got sued. Oh my gosh. Well, they should have had like a uh, um, Wesson cooking oil. That's what they should have been named after. There you go. It should have been Smith. Right. Like the cover should have been a man in a business suit, Smith. And then holding a can of Wesson oil. Smith and Wesson. I bet you they wouldn't have gotten sued. 
But they weren't smart. Yeah. They should have talked to me. There that's, you go. That's 90s rappers. So go back you. in time. Like 1990. Who, what am I going to do? Get Ziggy to help me out from Quantum Leap? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Speaking of nigga nigga stuff. <laughs> boom. <laughs> We're going right wow. into it, guys. Uh... Sorry to bother you, or sorry to you, brother. Well, I spoke the name of the Lord. Sorry to you, brother. Sorry to bother you, or sorry to you, brother. In an alternate present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer, telemarketer, cash is green, but it's cash is green. Like Cassius. <laughs> His name is Cassius. Like Cassius. Yeah. Cassius Green discovers a magical key to professional success while propelling him into a macabre universe. This is Sorry to Bother You. AKA Nigga Shit. That's what they call it. Yeah, so sorry to bother you. We might spoil little bits and pieces here if you haven't seen it. Actually, I heard an interview with Boots Riley on the radio this morning. Well, good. Well, good for me, huh? Good for you. Great. That's great for you. And sorry to you, brother. Boots Riley is the director, if you didn't know that. Uh, This is his first time directing, and it shows. Big time. All over the place. All the scenes seem like... Um, uh, every scene seems like a, a small like a, a small video. You know? Like all the, all the scenes. They seem like a music video. You know what I mean? They don't like flow that well. They're just like... Doosh, 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 you know? Yeah, it's very choppy. Yes, you're thrown from place to place all over the there's no there's no there's no coherent flow to this film at all. It's just okay, you're here, now 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 you're here. Okay, now we're gonna go over here. Yeah, it's very strange. And and it does and there's no like sense of time, there's no sense of days, it's just you know, it's like a huge whirlwind. You know, like the whole movie you're just like, What the fuck? (laughs) You know? Uh, and it's supposed to be uh, like a, a look at corporate America and how they exploit uh, blacks and how they exploit how they exploit people. Um, into you what? Hold on, you're breaking up. What was that robot skip? Uh oh, he froze. Robo skip. Robo skip. Frozen skip. Uh oh, he froze. He'll come back. He'll come back. <clears throat> okay, so Frozo skip. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, so he just—it's uh, crazy. It just flips around all over the place. Boom, 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 boom. And it's—I know he's trying to make a message with like weird statements, sort of like almost like naked lunch, you know, type of weirdness in this movie, right? Wouldn't you say, Clint? Yeah. 
like that, like the weirdness, like right, right out of the blue, reminded me of like a Naked Lunch type movie. Yeah, it did. But then it to me, there were other things that I felt like they were trying to do, and I wasn't sure how to pull it off. Like uh, the whole lower compound thing, like uh, kind of reminded me of Get Out. Uh, I can see that. Like the whole thing under the. Well, under, under the, the mansion there and they're doing all the weird like <clears throat> fucked up shit like experimentation shit <laughs> yeah we'll see all this stuff like the movie just goes from one place to another and it's just yeah. okay now we're gonna do this um yeah. and, and eh. i only have one word for it equisapiens <laughs> equisapiens <laughs> yes spoiler alert horsey people spoiler alert spoiler uh-huh. alert equisapiens well i give it a three two three out of five horse cocks um, since we're going all the way here, um, it was fun. It was weird, but it wasn't like this masterpiece everyone is saying. You know, it's a first-time director. I'm interested to see what he next does. You know, now that he has a feel for you know what a movie can do. Oh yeah, this is gonna bring him a little bit of money because people are gonna, based on this, they're gonna go like you said, go see his next movie. <clears throat> Yeah, there's a there's a scene where a black man just repeats nigger shit for about two minutes. Literally, <laughs> yeah. the words nigger just, shit. Yeah, because yeah, they shit. want they want him to rap and he won't. So then at Talk one point spoiler. he's just like nigger shit, nigger shit, nigger shit. <laughs> I can't find the song though. It's not a it's not a hit anywhere. Nigger shit is not a hit anywhere. It should Shocking. be. It's Spotify. Uh, I looked for it. But it should be on the um, soundtrack. I looked at the soundtrack, but it's all the Coop. That's the band that uh, Homeboy does. That's his band. But I mean, it was listed at the end of the movie as "Nigger Shit," as a song written by Boots Riley. It was written. It was Boots there. Riley, "Nigger Shit." Yeah. Okay. Which is funny that they called that a song because literally that's all he's saying. Well, I'll look it up right now. "Nigger Shit." I don't see it. See, it, not maybe found. you're spelling it wrong. And I double G A. Maybe it's. I don't know. Yeah. What? <laughs> Maybe it's E R. I don't know. Nigger. Like I'm sorry, that's not how you spell nigger. Sorry. Okay, so besides that, the movie itself. I don't know. It was just too all over the place. I can see how young kids would like it because it's their first time seeing a weird movie with a message. So, you know, the like 20 year olds, 20, you know, 20 to, you know, 18 to 25 year olds are going to love this movie because it's like right up their alley. It's spot. It's like all over the place. Makes no sense. You know, flips around, you know, so I, right, wouldn't you say that, Clint? Yeah, right? like it's right up their alley as far as like how they consume everything nowadays, like through everything, you know, through me- messages and all this other shit. And that's what the movie starts doing. Like, when he takes calls, he's dropped right into the living room of the person that he's in a call with. You know, that's how he represents... You know, that's like Monty Python type stuff. Yeah, that's what that reminded me of. Yeah, and the whole... uh, Dude, like, the whole white voice thing. Oh, which one? Oh, the white voice thing? Yeah. Well, that's like a whole thing on, on blacks. Yeah. That's like that's a whole like uh, mirror of how blacks have to act white to fit into corporate America. 
That's all. That's all. That's all. Social commentary thing. Yeah, and it's just come on, and people love social commentary right now, and that's why this movie's a big hit. It's like, oh, they're thinking what I'm thinking. Social commentary. You know, we we grew up with uh, "Don't drink your juice in the hood." You know, that was our <laughs> that was our social commentary. Don't be a menace <laughs> while drinking your juice in the hood. You know, that was our social commentary music. Okay, we're gonna do this one. <sighs> you find it? How about I'm gonna get you? Sucker. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Uh, man, a little bit, but this was. This was sort of in the vein of I'm going to get you sucker, but with an R twist to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like his like wound is like Mark of Cain wound on his head, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. like, come on. We know what you're doing. Don't fool me. Don't fool me. You know how he didn't wash it off, you know, so like a scarlet letter or, you know. Because he feels bad for selling out, because he got hit with the can, and yeah, you know, and the chick that hit him with it like became this like viral celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How vi- how viral uh, celebrityism works now. Yeah, so yeah. they were like selling his uh, like fro wig with the. Uh, oh yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, with, with the, the can on it. On it. Like That's right. Halloween costumes. They're selling his fro wig, no, with the can on it. Oh yeah, the can. That's right. So everyone for Halloween was wearing an afro wig with a can on it, uh, like symbolizing the can getting thrown at the head. It was very weird, like that, man. Weird, like, like in your face social messages of how we adopt black culture for our own, you know, mm. or how whites, more or less, adopt black culture for their own. This is a very black centric movie. Uh, I don't see. I didn't see very many whites in the movie. The only whites were in the movie were the voices, right? Because you have Steven Yoon. Uh, no, there were a couple white guys in the office. I can't say there weren't. Yeah, there were a couple. Yeah. I think there were a couple white guys in the office, right? Yeah, like all the managers. Yeah, all the managers, upper management, of course. Yeah, it was white. And yeah, we, and we don't know if any of the Equisapiens were. I mean, we know the one was black because he gave his name. Yes, was like Demarius well, or whatever. See, Clint, spoil it for you guys. Don't don't yell at me. Go to Geek Dig podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- I'm just kidding. I don't care. Uh, yeah, the Equisapiens, <laughs> Big Cox, Chep downstairs. Um, um, uh, the Lone Ranger is snorting li- huge lines of coke. You know, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Oh shit! What was his name? Oh, I have the cast right here. Yeah, so do I. Oh, it's Army Hammer. A.K.A. Batman. Uh, Yeah, so Army Hammer. And Steven Yoon. Oh, Danny Glover's in there for two seconds. Uh, Terry Uh Crews is in there for two seconds. Yep, which I thought was great. Uh, Who was he? I forget who Terry Crews was. Uh, It says Sergio. It was his uncle. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the uncle when he was living in the garage. That's right. Oh, I didn't know this. You know who that Demarius, the first Equisapien, was? Who? Forrest Whitaker. Oh, shit. Look at that. Okay, Equisapien, Forrest Whitaker. It didn't have a lazy eye, though. That's why. 
<laughs> it <laughs> threw you for a loop. Yeah, if I had that lazy eye. Prosthetics. Yeah, I would have known it was him. Equo, Equo Whitaker. <laughs> That's his new name, Equo Whitaker. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. It's a very, like, hey, I'm socially conscious message. Yeah, we get it, buddy. Um, let's see what the other people have to say. It's the strangest movie you're going to see this summer. I'll guarantee you that much right now. Um, until, unless, like, um, Tom Cruise is a huge horse cock and is hanging off of a helicopter in Mission Impossible <laughs> Ghost Proto or whatever the fu- Mission Impossible Fallout. That's his cock falling out of his pants. You know, that's hey. going to be the fallout. You know, unless that happens, you know, and he becomes an Equisapien while um, piloting a uh, helicopter. It's not going to be the weirdest movie you see this summer. I think it'll be the coolest stunts you'll see this summer in Tom Cruise's movie. Unless Denzel Washington hangs off helicopters in the fucking Equalizer 2. You know, just a week before, he does more insane stunts that no one's ever seen before. He just, like, goes backflips and shit on helicopters and hangs off of wings of planes. <laughs> like, people are like, what? He's, like, walking on wings of planes with no fucking, uh, no parachutes. Dude, that'd be great. Right? Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. No? No? Or maybe. Dude, unless, unless that happens, yeah. this is going to be the strangest movie. A.K.A. Blacks in Oakland, guys. Being filmed in Oakland. Taking place in Oakland. Um, let's see. What else happened? Okay, nominations. Cast and crew. Uh, rated A.O. Scott. Okay, a fun acid trip. Hmm. I could see that. Uh, let's see. Sevens. Tens. Okay. Advanced screen. Expect to see something unique, but could not have prepared me for the sheer brilliance. This satirical masterwork. See this guy. Here we go. This satirical masterwork. Hilarious from beginning to end. While also submersive. This film joins some of the finest satire of its generation from South Park to the best episode of Saturday Night Live to Wild Tales. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) No, it's not up there with South Park. That's what I'm saying. This guy's like probably 12. (laughs) From South Park. Yeah, then he writes a whole thing. Okay, I just want to read, like, I don't want to read the synopsis of the fucking whole movie, you dipshit. I'm not even going to give you fucking props, boy. Vote it down, Chris. Vote it down. I just did. Oh, here we go. Here's a one. I wanted to like this movie, and it did have a few admirable features, but the great bulk of it was squandered potential. I've seen articles about Riley's political philosophy, which is fine. Unfortunately, he doesn't know how to write a script that will deliver on that promise. In the future, if there is one, maybe he'll develop some chops. Come on. 
It's not a one. Jesus Christ. The guy's giving him, like, no credit. It's like, huh. Yeah. It's a one. It's a, it's a good, like, three out of five for, you know. Build your score, man. Um, no, right here. It's three out of five ear holes. Uh-huh. Three out of five eye holes and three out of five horse cocks. Horse cocks. Yeah, three out of five horse cocks. Cash is green. Well, uh, that sells me right there. Well, you, you'll probably cock. like it. Yeah, no, it sounds interesting. I definitely like to watch it. I will just wait till it comes out on uh, streaming. Which will be in a month. The um, yeah. The uh, it might win for like script. It might win for directing because it's a black director. And like, yeah, I can see like the screenplay or something. This is like the third first time directorial debut movie I've seen this year. Here- Hereditary one. I think this one's two. And the third one, if I forget. Now, I was debating Hereditary. Why? Go see it, man, if you like horror movies. I do. That's what I was wondering. But uh, you might not like this one. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, I didn't make, it didn't make it my top five or my bottom five. It was just like, eh. It just didn't get me like it did other people. So... You know, and I'm I've seen a yeah. lot of horror movies. And See, I know I'm wh- weird with horror movies though. Like I don't like some of like it would probably I mean, use par- paranormal activity as an example. The first one bored me and I ha- didn't see any of the other ones. Well, how did you and- see it? Did you see it in the audience opening night or did you see it at home? I watched I watched it at home. That's the difference. I watched it. I love that movie because I saw it with an audience opening night when they had to petition for the movie to show up at the theaters. Remember that? Yeah, I remember hearing about that. And so all the people wanted to see it. And so everyone was into the movie, even though it wasn't great. It was more of a a theater experience than it was anything else. The movie was a showing of Rocky Horror Picture. Yeah, because people were scared, man. It was almost like a... Uh, it reminded me of like a Blair Witch type situation. Okay. Yeah, I saw that in the theater, I think. Pretty that sure. one, I also waited for video and ended up hating it. Yeah, see, it's so much more... But, yeah, there's a big difference. I was I was really sick and heavily medicated when I watched it. Oh, well... So it made me motion sick. Well, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's not rating the film on its own merit. <laughs> that's a yeah. I already feel like shit, and you made it worse. Yeah, some people can't hang with the shaky cam thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah, pot calling the kettle black, Chris. What? The stiff breeze makes you dizzy. But I can watch a shaky cam movie. The last one was the new Blair Witch. I think came out like last year was the most recent one or two years ago. He's working on Godzilla now. Yeah. Mm. So, was I it? think the last shaky cam one I watched was the first Cloverfield. Yeah, same here. Yeah, that one's. But not I just bad. like within the last year, or so. Oh well. Oh, oh really? For first time? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I watched uh, all three in like the space of two days. I watched Cloverfield One, then Cloverfield Lane, and then Cloverfield whatever the fucking third 
Uh, Cloverfield. Oh, and the fourth one, right? Oh, no, no, that... Um, it was the, the Netflix one. Yeah, the one on the spaceship where they fucking cause everything. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, was it uh, uh, Paradox or Equinox? Yeah. I, Paradox, yeah, Cloverfield Paradox. Paradox. Yeah, definitely the weakest of the three. But, um, yeah, that, the first Cloverfield uh, is the one that I, the last shaky cam I saw. Whoa. That's harsh. Let's see. No, uh, it was good. I like that one. That one, that one was, yeah. Clover, and they're going to make a new one. Cloverfield. Uh, I forget what it's called. Do you remember what it's called, Clint? The I didn't even know that they were working on a fourth one. Yeah. Of course they are. Because I'm, I'm behind on shit. Uh, it's, it's called the cash grab. Yeah. Pretty much. Cloverfield cash grab. Oh, also, uh, oh, Who is American was pretty funny. Um, that was the Sasha Baron Cohen thing. Oh, yeah, my wife uh, started watching that on uh, Showtime. Uh, we got access to a friend's cable subscription at our house so i was doing homework unfortunately i didn't get to watch it except for little bits here and there and that sounds fucking bonkers dude it's more of his old stuff if you liked um his ali g stuff same thing different characters okay but Uh, the difference here is right that this time he went undercover for a year before releasing anything well yeah he did that with ali g too he would like he did did. yeah he did he was he would do that he would go into a character like Barat or any of those other characters, because now those characters are overdone. So he more or less went away from the limelight, you know, and and no one gave a fuck about him anymore. Disappeared for three or four years, and then did these characters, and came back at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's funny. But he he made that the uh, Brothers Grimsley or something, right? That was his last movie. Yeah, no one gave a shit about that. You know, we watched it, but I was like, come on. Brothers Grimsby, dude. That was my favorite. Like it was that that then Barat then uh, Bruno. Which one for uh, you? Like Brothers Grimsby over Barat? Yeah, yeah, it did. And over, uh, I like Barat just because I knew the character from the HBO show. See, I didn't have that connection. Just looking at the three movies. Yeah, (laughs) because hey, tables turned. I never watched the show. I, I've only seen like maybe two or three episodes of Dolly G. Yeah. Um, he asked like Neil Armstrong, he'd be like, Is the moon made of cheese? Like, who yeah, is this? No, guy? I've seen the clip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, but I never you know. sat down and watched the show. Uh, yeah. So Sasha Baron Cohen for me really like popped into my universe with aura. So look at just his movies. Yeah. The Brothers Grimsby was my favorite of his movies. Yeah, Brothers Grimsby, I saw that in the theater. We rated that a while ago. That's funny. Had some funny yeah. shit in there, man. Yeah, oh, and uh, The Dictator, right? That was the, the other one. That was all right. The, uh, the, the theatrical version is funnier than the unrated version. Because mm. the jokes go on too long in the unrated versions. And the theatrical versions, they cut them short at the perfect time. And you see why they didn't make the... You know what I mean? Just because the jokes go a little too long, they're funny. And it's like, okay, you can cut there. And they keep going and going. You're like, oh, okay. So some of those movies need to be cut. 
uh, uh, oh, Robin Williams, I just uh, saw Come Inside My Mind, literally. <clears throat> um, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's the documentary they just released. Yeah. With, with yeah, Robin Williams. I haven't Williams. watched it yet, but I really, really want to. What's it on? It's on uh, HBO. So, uh, I have access to that within the week, so I will watch that very shortly because, yeah, so, yeah, no, that that is something I'll put aside time for, like yeah, specifically. It's a good two hour, you know, like small little like snippet of his life, you know, well, it's not, it's his whole life basically from his childhood all the way up to his uh initial suicide till his nanu nanu, <laughs> all the way up to yeah. his nanu nanu. All the way up to Billy Crystal's last words with him, with um, who is it? Your buddy Joe Rogan's in there uh, because he's interviewing because he's interviewing uh, uh, Bobcat because they were close towards the end because mm. um, he did a couple of his movies and shit. And uh, who else did he interview? And they interviewed like Billy Crystal. Uh, Billy Crystal, yeah. Well, yeah, his last words with Billy. And his last words with... Um, Wasn't like Steve Martin in it, too? Uh, yeah, Steve Martin. When he did plays with Steve Martin. Uh, who else was he in there with? That was it. No one else. He didn't know many people. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, David Letterman. The David Letterman, like, you know, like, so when they first all started out the comedy store together. You know, they're all hanging out. Yeah. Uh, who was the other one? Oh, uh, they didn't know Jerry Seinfeld, no. Um, it was just like, I think they didn't interview, did they do Whoopi? Yeah, I think they interviewed Whoopi, of course, because they did that comic relief thing. Um, it makes sense. And yeah, they interviewed Whoopi, and they interviewed his co-star from Mork and Mindy, because uh, they did a lot of shit together. And uh, who else did they interview? Uh, I forget, but yeah, it's a good it's a good uh, little piece on him. Yeah, between that and the Gary Shandling one, which is like whew, that one's like four hours long. Mm-hmm. That one's great too. Uh, the Gary Shandling one that they just made before this one. It's like all the comics deaths, and then you see like Robin Williams' uh, best friends with Christopher Reeve. You know, like oh, they're both dead. And, like, the height of his Superman fame, he's, like, christening his baby with uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, no, this is, weird. This is, like, when he's making Superman 2, basically. It's, like, 1982, because Superman came out in 79. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, just weird footage like that. He's buddies with a lot of weird people. Uh, yeah. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hold on a second. Why is there music playing? Hold on. No. I don't think it's me. No, it's me. Hold on. We got to get to the next movie. Unless you have something. What do you got? Uh, Well, hopefully Skype keeps up. But uh, we are getting closer and closer to the promises of Back to the Future 2. Um, Rolls Royce is now in the aerial taxi game. Well, Clint just went to that Back to the Future bar. Yeah. So. I did. 
So that's like, uh, what, what was the menu again? I forget. You read it off on your show. Yeah, I actually have it right here. It sounded cool, man. I would have gone eat too if it was in our town, like if it was in San Francisco or something. Yeah, and they made the menu look like the newspaper. Oh, wow, that looks cool. Yeah, see, they got like the Oh, ball. nice. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. So it, yep, with it's really visual. The big ass cafe 80s on the back. Oh, <laughs> cool. Did you have to quote unquote borrow that from the cafe? I actually asked them for it. Oh. And Steve wanted me to get him one. So the guy actually gave me two of each. Nice. All right, but so yeah, what's no, on the menu? Got, like for like let's see, for uh the burgers you've got the Marty, the Biff, the Doc, the McFly. Okay, and this the has Mad like dog. Hold on, what and what is on these? What's on the Marty? I need to the know. Marty, Quarter pound burger with lettuce, tomato, onion, and pickle. Why? What is it? What makes that the Marty? With it, with a hint of what? A Whiny hint of bitch. perversion. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe. I I don't know. The Marty like McFly the, a hint of perversion. <laughs> Marty. The, the Biff was a quarter pound bacon burger served with lettuce, tomato, onion, and pickle. And okay, a so hint of, and a hint of rape. Bacon. A hint of rape. With the with the Biff Burger, the doc was yeah. quarter pounder with uh, pepper jack cheese, chili, deep fried chicken petal or onion petals. With a hint of insanity. <laughs> yeah, he was gonna. Do you believe the theory? Okay, that he was gonna kill him himself and Marty if that car didn't jump back in time because he pulled him right into him. He's like, here, come here. If this car, they're gonna, we're gonna die together. Mm. It was a suicide yeah. pact. Marty, if his, this was his last invention to ever work, and if it didn't work, he was going to kill himself and Marty. Mm. He, was oh, a, wow. he was a demented I, fuck. If, if you're really dark, sure, you can interpret the movie That's that way. Totally. Why I wouldn't never you? Did. Really? That's, that was the theory, man. Because he. Well, cause, that- a theory, but it's not the theory no, that's, in my mind. I mean, to me, Doc was confident that he was going to be successful, and he wanted to prove to Marty what was happening. Or none of his inventions ever worked, and he was a failure. These are just theories. And going to kill himself. Can take but it either way. If you look at the Back to the Future timeline, that doc that was there at Twin Pines Mall in the beginning of Back to the Future 1 already knew that the time machine worked. He, had he jumped back already? I don't think he'd jump back already. It would be a giant loop. As soon as that happens one time, that's all anyone would ever remember. But was that the first time? It, it might have been. I think that but... was the first time and he didn't know then. But then after he got shot, he knew of the plutonium terrorists. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't know the machine Any would other? work. Would he know, would know the machine work? No. Would he? I don't know. That's an interesting question. But I don't think there was something like... No, no, I don't think so either. It's just weird theories that go about for a 30-year-old movie. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, did he know that it was going to work? That's an interesting question. Did he? And that's why he pulled Marty in there? 
And that's how he that's how their feet were perfectly spread apart for the wheels so they didn't get burned. Well, come on, that's and, the magic of Hollywood. And he knew exactly how the chase would go down and where the terrorists would kill him the first time. Right? So he's been killed multiple times, right? They're stuck in that time loop, right? He's been killed multiple times. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, what Marty did rewrote the timeline. So the point would be, I mean, I guess if you take it as, and it, it's kind of the way it's presented, that the first time Marty travels back to 55, it isn't a known quantity because Doc isn't wearing a, a bulletproof vest, right? Although we don't know, you don't see blood, you just see him get shot and fall down. And that would still be consistent with wearing a bulletproof vest. Getting hit by a bunch of Kalishnikov fucking bullets is going to knock you on your ass. Yeah. All and right, well. all we see is Doc get shot and Marty jump in the car and, and take off. So you don't know if it's at the beginning of the cycle or not. Okay, well, it may not be the first drop. What else is on the menu? Yeah, I know. I get it. Let me see. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I see what you're saying. That's interesting, though. All right, what else besides the nuclear burger? Oh. Do you, do you have a Pepsi? Did they have a Pepsi? Uh, actually, the, uh, the beverage menu, they actually do have a Pepsi Perfect, which was whiskey, Pepsi, and grenadine. <laughs> That's what Marty was drinking? Yep. And then there lot. was the Flux Incapacitator. Which was just Mountain Dew and tequila. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Oh, piss disgust. green. You just piss green all night. Yeah. <laughs> and the one point twenty one gigawatts, which was uh, blue Caraco, tequila, coconut rum, and mist twist. Twenty one yeah. gigawatts. Yeah. That's incredibly sweet booze, man. Jesus. Yeah, I'm getting diabetic sweats just thinking about it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's all like, ooh. And like Doc's juice, the blue Caraco no. uh, vodka and orange juice. Marty! That was his actual drink, right? When he showed up when he showed up to his house all hammered? Doc! Probably. Doc! Marty, put this on your head. Don't tell me where you're from. <laughs> Okay, and no, then their I, version of the Bloody Mary, the Babs Wake Up Juice, was a vodka Bloody Mary mix, Worcestershire's, bleh, fuck sauce, uh, hot sauce, and lemon and lime juice. Yeah, he was going to hang himself from his toilet, and that's how he bonked his head and thought of the uh, flux capacitor. Is one of the yeah. theories, too. That's how he, right? Yeah, yeah uh, and then to nurse the pain, he thought he could use a flux incapacitator. Oh, there you go. All right, what, what, what did you have, Skip, before I rate my next movie? Oh, uh, so Back to Flying Cars, which is what kicked off all that Back to the Future talk. Uh, Rolls-Royce is uh, jumping into the aerial taxi game. Hmm. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of companies like Airbus, a European plane maker, kind of like Boeing, Uber. Uh, there's a few Chinese companies. They're all competing to oh. make the first commercial uh, automated air taxi. And now Rolls-Royce is jumping in the game, too. And, I mean, we're talking about companies with billions of dollars. So 
it seems mm. like in the near future we are going to have autonomous flying taxis uh, to get us around. So we're what I was saying was we're that much step uh, closer to back to the future too. Only you know at least by now three years uh, too late. I think we'll see flying cars in our lifetime. No. Feasible flying cars like roadways, like Back to the Future type shit. I don't think so. No, not personally controlled, but computer can not. Computer controlled, maybe, but we're already mm. killing people computer. on the streets. Yeah, but okay. We're but the point is that a computer can keep track of billions no. of different data points at any one given time, right? I mean, even like your iPhone can do incredible amounts of computation. So it's a simple matter for a huge, like, supercomputer, basically, to control the air traffic for a large metropolitan area for these kinds of vehicles. And if they can take off and land vertically, which every single one I've seen so far is uh, capable of doing, then it's distinctly possible you can, like, be in, like, the bar district of your local city and call a flying cab and get a ride home to your house 30 miles away. That would make me nauseous. It also sounds very hackable. Well, yeah, everything's hackable, but that—that's a given. Hackable, that yeah, absolutely. And so you've got to build in security to prevent that kind of thing. But I mean, I don't know the the ability to fly up to visit you guys in San Francisco in a couple, you know, like an hour, and a computer's doing the flying for me. I'm into it. No drunk fucking pilot, no bitchy fucking uh, flight attendant, you know. Well, yeah, the, well, yeah, well, yeah. That's in the future. Yes, I could see them doing it low level, like low altitude cars, in between uh, small prop planes. 10, Fifteen years. In between small prop planes, as a feasible thing that everyone's going to use in ten to fifteen years. I think you'll see people rolling it out in like five years and it will be for the rich and famous in 10 to 15. It'll be much more uh, commonplace. I'll just wait for the crashes. (laughs) Oh, celebrity blah, blah, blah crashed in the first electric flying car by Tesla. Yeah. Right. Elon says, fuck him. Elon Um, Musk's robot says. Yeah. But the good thing is, like, the longer uh, you wait to do one of those things, whether it's a self-driving car or a self-driving flying fucking taxi, is that they get smarter. Every time a self-driving car drives successfully and doesn't crash into something, that becomes more kind of quote-unquote experience that every other uh, self-driving car connected to the same network has access to. Yeah, well, hopefully. So, like, like right now, the Google self-driving cars have logged over. Like they've driven to the sun and back or some ridiculous bullshit. Like, well, yeah, they just toot around like, fucking, you know, fucking San Jose and San Francisco. Or not even that. They just toot around like no. Mountain View, San Jose. But that's the um, point. Like, yeah. it, it's not any one car that's driven all the way to the sun and back. Right, it's all the different Google cars that are out there are pooling their knowledge into one central spot that they all access to say, "Have we ever done? Oh, we have encountered this situation. Let's watch out for it." You know, like <clears throat> I don't know. I'm going to trust uh, computer-controlled vehicles than people once they work out all the kinks. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, I right. would trust and it too if they work out all the kinks. Like, uh oh, it's a new bug we haven't worked out. It's a like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I. Did. <clears throat> but that's going to be the rich and famous who can afford it at first, because oh, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, a flying taxi like that's not going to be fucking cheap from the get. Well, Uber has helicopters, like, so, you know. Yeah, but those aren't cheap either, I'm no, sure. No, no. They're like, I don't, I, even know, I don't even know how much helicopters are in Uber. But yeah, you can do Uber flight. Or, you know, <laughs> that's, that's going to be the new one. It'll be like, uh, you know, uh, Lyft flight. My God. It's called Uber Chopper. <laughs> Uber Chopper. Get to the chopper. Get to the Uber Chopper. <laughs> how, how much is it for Uber Chopper? Uh, so I, I'm at some article right now, Uber expansion, com. I haven't done any research, but it says a flat fee of 99 bucks. That's not bad. The ride to the airport, the helicopter flight and a ride back to your original nearby pickup location for 99 bucks. Well, if you can afford a penthouse drop off location, that would be pretty yeah. pimping. Right? Yeah. Oh, we're taking the chopper to the penthouse. We're not even going to see the ground this week. Like, toot, 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 toot. You know, right? Like, later. Yeah. Or we're not, yeah, you just take off and land. Like, there's people that don't even see the ground for, like, days. You know what I mean? They just lift off from their penthouse to their fucking business penthouse. You know, there's, right. like, back and forth. From a to hell of a yeah. pad on top of a building, yeah. Everything's stocked in their house all day long. They're, all they do is fly in, drop a couple stories, go to work, fly out, you know, go back to their fucking house, overlooking the city or whatever the fuck. Look, you know, look at all those little down there. Yeah, just cool. not. That would wouldn't that be weird? Just never going to. You know, people do that. You uh, know, and I know I can't because I love. I just went camping last weekend. I didn't shower for four. It was amazing. But um, but yeah, but people do that, man. I think it'd be weird, you know? Yeah. No, I, I do too. I can't imagine being that disconnected from like everyday life, you know? Well, that, just, that's like the definition of a bubble. That's what I'm saying. They're just so caught up. Like these are the corporate America that we're talking about. And sorry to bother you where they're just a fucking just elite. You know, they just don't touch anything. Everyone's fucking doing shit for them. You know, just crazy. All right, speaking of elite in towers. <clears throat> hey, I'm The Rock. What? Yeah, that's what I said. I'm The Rock. You said that you want this. I'm The Rock. You say you've been on I'm The Rock. Baby, then come on it. Cause it's all yours if Skyscraper! I'm The Rock. And I lost a leg in a bomb. Now I'm security for a tower. Yeah. Okay. So, The Rock. Okay, let's go to a better one. Here we go. Nope, here we go. Boom. Nope, here we go. Yeah. Nope, nope. There we go. Yeah. The Rock in Skyscraper. Or people call it Sky Hard. Or... There we go. Weren't you just blasting this in your car, Skip? Come on. Totally. Yeah, I was singing along, too. 
This is Clint's new uh, jam, man. He's been uh, this on rotation every day. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's sick. Hey. I don't even know if this is a real soundtrack. I don't remember a soundtrack in fucking uh, a skyscraper. So, The Rock's Big Bomb of the Summer. $25 million. Third place under Transylvania and uh, what was the other big movie? Uh, under these, like, Transylvanian and fucking Ant-Man. That was it. Underneath Transylvania and Ant-Man. So, now. This has The Rock as a one-legged man. Prosthetic man. Uh, so. Hmm. It was okay. It wasn't as bad. I saw it twice, okay? I saw it opening night in the new um, AMC Prime Theater down the street now in Santa Clara. They put one in the Mercado 20. Uh-oh. Uh, it's not as good. I'm still going to go see... Um, what is it? Uh, uh, um, uh, the opening night for uh, Mission Impossible over there. But this weekend... Like, Thursday night, I'm going to see a double feature, hopefully, of Equalizer 2 followed up with um, uh, Dark Web. Uh, Unfriended. The Dark Web. So it's going to be a double feature, hopefully. Or, because they're putting out the Equalizer 2 in IMAX. But it's going to be, it's not even going to be an IMAX film, so I'm not going to bother seeing it. And with my deals I have for all my movie passes and everything, they're almost free, all my movies, all my tickets for for the standard, almost, well, the decent screen for Equalizer 2. So, I think I've made the right choice. Two movies for the price of one IMAX ticket that's not going to be an IMAX movie. <laughs> well, there you go. <clears throat> Come on. That's how we do it, guys. So... I don't know what's up with this fucking goddamn thing. Okay, here we go. See, uh, skyscraper starring the Rock. So does he give a people's elbow to a skyscraper? Almost. I think this is what most people want to know. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, let's see. Die Hard. Let's see. What's the? Okay, a father goes to great lengths to save his family from a burning skyscraper. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the premise. Boom. He's fucking Nev Campbell, giving her that rock dick. Bam. Yeah. They got two rock kids. <laughs> right? They had to find some Octoroon kids to play their fucking kids. Uh, Nev Campbell's a badass ex-military chick. You know, she beats people up in the movie. Like, she's defending oh, her kids with go. martial arts. She actually, quote-unquote, saves the rock from the burning building itself. You know? Um, mm-hmm. uh, his his prosthetic leg gives out and she has to carry him out. Something his like that. prosthetic leg melts at one point and then no. Oh. Um, <clears throat> now basically he has to break into the building, right? So this is what happens. His buddy, of course, the the leprechaun from uh, God's, Parlo Schreiber. Uh, as Ben Parlo Schreiber, he's from uh, American Gods, the leprechaun. So, he's, uh, 
He's going up. So he's the like in the beginning, they're hostage negotiators for the FBI. Some guy has a chick holding her hostage. Oh, doesn't see she has a bomb. Boom, blows up herself, blows up himself and the kids. And he loses his leg. While he's in recovery, he ends up fucking Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell, you know, is like, hey, gives her the rock. Um, and then but after recovery, he gets his leg back. His buddy is part of a security, you know, place. Or he wants to secure a new building. He wants to hire his friend uh, because his friend's a pushover. I'm the bad guy. It's so predictable. I'm the bad guy. Uh... And I'm setting you up to be the fall guy in this building. So so my friends can take it over. I for, I'm trying to remember what they're trying to even take. And it's set placed in China. Period. It's set placed in China. This is Rock's Chinese premiere. Basically, this is a ma- movie made for fucking the Chinese audience. <clears throat> there you go. It's set in China. He teams up with a Chinaman at one time. Um... Everybody, there's a, it's multicultural. Uh, the building at the end is saved, so nothing really is hurt. China looks good throughout the whole movie. Yeah, this is his Chinese debut. It bombed, this is a movie that's going to bomb in America, and it's going to make like 65 million debut in China. For a skyscraper, guys. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, eh, Nev Campbell, whatever. She wasn't that great. Okay, what are the goofs? Uh, his leg is on each thing. High heels of Sarah's boots become much shorter as she walks across the narrow board. What? Oh, because she has to walk across the narrow board, so they gave her flats. That's pretty funny. Uh, Did The Rock wear high heels? Is that what you were saying? Uh, Yeah. Okay, here we go. Dwayne Johnson's character Sawyer steals a motorcycle during a chase scene. Yes, he did that. A police cop motorcycle. The toast shifter on the standard bikes is controlled with your left foot. Sawyer has a prosthetic left leg from the knee down, making it impossible for him to ride a stock motorcycle. Uh-oh. He's like, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 so his leg just falls off. He's like, fuck. Um, yeah, so I saw this once. In, okay, so Dolby Prime AMC, uh, Santa Clara. Then I saw it across the bay. AMC Prime across the bay still better. Um, this is a blue tinge. It owns red tinge. And when I went and saw it across the bay the second day, a guy uh, with his left leg missing. Military guy walks into the theater with his wife and his uh, and his service dog or whatever you know one of those dogs, mm-hmm. and they walk up to the back corner. I'm like, oh great, <laughs> like oh cool, he's bringing out the prosthetic people, you know, bionic people, Chris. That's the proper term. Nowadays. Oh, is it bionics? Yeah, is it? No. Oh, I'm like, is no. it? Like, hey, look at it, it's a bionics. Yeah. No. You hope for the day that bionics show up because if you lose a limb, then you're set. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm hoping to get a fucking huge bionic arm 
and just have it have multiple guns on it. <laughs> shoot people knives like retractable like six foot blade kind yeah, of thing it'd be like a swiss army knife like my forearm would be a bunch of blades and guns and stuff yeah and i would like you know i could cut stuff up that'd be cool right. i don't need a knife i am a knife yeah like, this is a knife go <laughs> 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 well, cut the shit out of these people okay stab paul hogan with your hand knife real quick and then chop up your cucumber uh, yeah. Well, I could. Okay, let's see. 26, uh, crowd on the ground, all winter coats. Okay, when the events are shown on the news, the temperature is shown as 26 Celsius. Yet the crowd is on the ground, all in their winter coats. Whatever. That's a that cold... because Americans are stupid. Okay, here we go. Budget, $125 million. Opening weekend, twenty-four million nine hundred thousand. Wah, wah. Gross worldwide, sixty-seven million. Oof. Yeah. That hurt the Rock, but the Rock doesn't give a shit. No, because he's got Baywatch money, man. He doesn't care. Well, he he went on like Twitter. He's like, "Hey, it's me, The Rock. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'd like to take risks. This movie didn't work." Uh, yeah, he's like, uh, hey, big... I, re- "I remade Jumanji, and I made more money than you guys will see in your lifetime." Yeah, he's like, "I'm a multimillionaire. I don't give a fuck." Uh, yeah, basically, salty dicks. Yeah, basically. Well, like, he wasn't <laughs> mad about it. He was just like, "Hey, you know, shit happens." And he wanted to thank everyone for coming out, so he thanked me. Aww. You know, he's like, anyone who came out and paid money to see my movie, thank you. It's like, oh, you're welcome, Rock. You're welcome. So your dick got a little hard. Yeah, he thanked me say? personally, man. Called was, you up on FaceTime. Yeah. He's like, hey, Chris, this is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Thank you for watching my movie. If you smell. Yeah. That's what he did. Come on. A little bit, and he may come visit as a, uh, a special guest. He could. Maybe. Maybe one day. He was busy this week. He's filming a movie. That's true. So he Skyscraper 2? Yeah, he couldn't show up for Skyscraper. I think he's filming... Uh, I don't know what the fuck he's filming now. Because like, he's like all these movies back-to-back. It was like Jumanji, Rampage, Skyscraper. Yeah. And uh, Two or three a year, it seems like. Well, Jumanji was at the end of last year, and then Rampage was in April, and then, you know what I mean? So it's like, boop, boop, bap. Maybe it's rock fatigue, but I don't think so. I'll go see any of his movies, if they look good. If he, yeah. does, if he does, like, a weird, like, British, like, a remake of British, Bridges of Madison County, hmm, I might not see that. No, but I could see him remaking Conan. Uh, they already tried to do it with Jason Momoa. They're not going to touch that fucking property again. Uh, that's too bad. I never watched it, but I could see The Rock being a much better fucking Conan than uh, Jason Momoa. He could be, but all the sword and sandal stuff, you know, I think everyone has their fill with Game of Thrones. Probably. And until that dies, everyone's going to be compared to Game of Thrones until that fucking show goes away. <laughs> Right, and then Netflix has got their fucking Lord of the Rings shit coming. And yeah, that's... yeah everyone's trying to capitalize. I get it. Yeah, so it's just... Uh, there's too much right now. 
Like mm. the Mayans are coming back, you know, Mexican motorcycle gangs. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, before we go, what do I rate this fucking thing? God damn it. Okay, The Rock, it was entertaining. That's all we need. You know, people are expecting, you know, a fucking Shakespeare when they go see The Rock movies. I give it a two to five eye holes. Some of the CG was pretty wonky. Three to five ear holes and three to five metal shards. Uh, I put it's made for China. Only we just get to see it. <laughs> that was my that was my note to myself. Made for China. Oh yeah, it's made. This is strictly made for China, man. It's it's takes place in China. There's China. There's Chinese co-stars or co-actors with them all the time. Yeah, it's a Chinese movie, man. Yeah, it's uh yeah. Uh, I don't know. And um, the second episode of Sharp Objects, <clears throat> eh, pretty good. Yeah, are you watching that clean at all? Sharp Objects with uh, Lois Lane as a cutter. No. There's weird subliminal messages that show up that you have to pay attention to now. Like fuck, you know, like she'll look at something and something will be carved in it. Like she'll put a bottle down and all these words will be carved into the uh, wood. You know, oh, and then wow. and then they won't be there the next second, or or she'll um yeah, or she'll uh, yeah. she'll look at like look at a street sign, and it will say like this is your last chance to change your mind. Okay. But only if you catch it, and I didn't catch this other one, like there was a message on a radio at one point, and then it's almost like her hallucinating, and then um, where's the other message? Like the radio and uh, on the dollhouse, like there was a picture inside the dollhouse. It was carved girl. When you glance at it, and I'm like, whoa, did it say girl on there? And then I rewound it. I'm like, oh, it did. And then like you see in her chest, it, she carved cunt. Someone or something carved a bunch of shit on her back and on her chest. Ooh. And each episode is one of the words she carved in her body. So the last one was uh, dirt. And that's like carved right below her belly button. Like it's all scarred up. It's weird, man. Uh, yeah, that does sound trippy, dude. It's a it's a dark little show. It's I think eight episodes. And what's the other? Oh, also I'm gonna see um, uh, Blind Spotting this weekend. So these are the three movies I'm gonna see. Equalizer two, Blind Spotting, and. They're having a Q&A up in the city, but it's sold out with the blind spotting directors. And um, uh, Dark Web, Unfriended. Right? Come on, that's a pretty good lineup, guys, right? If you say so. It is. That's a great lineup. Since you say so, sure. Equalizer 2? Come on, I just rewatched the first Equalizer. Uh, It's decent. I like yeah, Denzel. I like Denzel Washington. You did you watch the first Equalizer yet? Any of you guys? I have not. Really? It's uh. Or at least I don't remember it. Uh, you'd remember it. It's it's basically it's John Wick before John Wick. That's why John Wick was sort of like, eh. he's like, oh, he's this killer assassin. I think uh, I think Denzel Washington's Equalizer would kill John Wick in a heartbeat. 
I'm saying it right now. Equalizer versus John Wick. John Wick dies. You know, we need a crossover film now. Yes. Equal Wick. We've all seen how Keanu Reeves actually shoots, so... He's too pigeon-toed to beat down. Um, uh, yeah, I think Denzel Washington's... Denzel Washington's character is like almost like the Joker. No one knows who he is, where he came from. He's like the secret CIA ghost. You know, that would kill everybody if he could. And he beats people up with hardware tools uh, at the end of the movie. <laughs> he shoots a guy with a nail gun. Right? Kills a man with a nail gun. Come on. John Wick didn't do that. He killed a man with a pencil. And John Wick too. You know? Took him two movies to get there. But Equalizer 2, he took out six guys in under 30 seconds. Let me see you do that, John Wick. His hair will get in his face. All right. What should we do before we get out of here? All right, here we go. Let's do uh, Public Enemy number one. That's a classic. Go with some more rap. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, we went out with rap last time with Sean's fucking slam. Who is it? Uh, uh, slam, no, slam. I don't know, who gives a fuck? Okay, here we go. We'll go out with some, uh, oh, there we go. We'll go out with some poison. Talk dirty to me? Come on. Okay. Okay, so, uh, who are friends? We're out of here. Uh, let's see. Well, thank you, Clint, for coming on and hanging out with us. Uh, so go check out Geek Dig um, podcast. It's a, another opportunity to listen to uh, Clint. Yes. Yeah. Stuff. And skip once I upload the episode later this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. For this episode. Um, so otherwise, we've got uh, Growing Up, Not Growing Old, What's Up, Mike Russo. Uh, Paint Painted Black Podcast, uh, Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line, uh, Bold and Belligerent, Big Papa Podcast, um, everyone over at BadSquadNetwork.com, uh, Koto MMA, uh, Knights of the Turntable, the other Mike and Mike show, all the other shows on there, the Fear Cast, uh, Fifth Cast, Naked Porch Podcast, Horribly Awkward Show, uh, Horrible uh, Gamers Conrad Podcast. Oh, real quick, um, I played a bunch of uh, Halo 5 with uh, all the Horrible Gamers guys, man. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Real fun, man. I heard about that. Yeah, awesome. That that game's actually a lot of fun. (laughs) All right, keep going. Never even put it in. It's Um, on Game Pass, man. Wow. I need game. Uh, I I think that was everyone. You totally derailed my... uh, Sorry, sorry. I, told, I was going to bring it up, I forgot. Uh, okay, that's everyone, guys. We're out of here. Bye-bye. Later. Say bye. Oh, do you want to... Uh, okay, say bye, Clint. Go to Geek Dig Pod. Check him out. Geek Dig Podcast. Yeah, guys. Later. Yeah, goodbye, everybody.
Oops. <laughs>